Hello, and welcome to the Every Action Counts podcast, where we talk about the environmental issues and the little things you can do to make an impact. We're your co-hosts, Shannon Wu and Venetia Patel. Today, we will be talking about our annual Eco Night. Yes, this was a brainchild born at 4 a.m., and we just went with it. And our original idea was to have this in person, but sadly, last year, our event was supposed to take place in April and the pandemic closed everything down in March. So we digitized it. And so now we're going on our second year of being digital. And you might be wondering, what is this Econite we are speaking of? Well, Econite is the Environmental Action Club's flagship event and it showcases local youth progress in sustainable research, experimentation, projects, and different innovative ideas for sustainable solutions. So participants can be anyone in grades four through 12, and they can work individually as well as up to groups of four. So it really is a flexible event and can be altered to meet anyone's interests and bring in environmentalism across the board. Yeah, so today's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a lot of guests coming on between the executive board of the club and the event team that are working on putting together this event this year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about some stories, some fun times, some stressful times, because putting together an event is difficult. Yeah. You can, Venetia can detest to that. <laughs> yes, it's stressful on a normal basis. And then trying to do everything virtually without ever meeting anyone is definitely just adding to that level, but it's okay. We enjoy doing it and every single person that is working on the event is super passionate about it and they are all in and that's all we can hope for. Yep, they'll tell you a lot more about the nitty gritty, but we're gonna talk about some stories while we wait, right, Venetia? Yes, we will. So tell us how this brainchild came. Well, what, what gave you the inspiration? <laughs> you suddenly were like, let's do Eco Night. Well, the name did not come to be because for quite a while after I came up with the initial idea, because as anyone that knows me can tell you, especially Shannon, I suck at naming things. She does. <laughs> She's so bad at naming things. So, do you, wait, 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 okay, this is a, do you have, do you know what like other like previous names were like before this one? Did you have oh, before Eco? Yeah, it was a really bad list of names. Oh, Ooh, tell me some of them. I feel like they're gonna be funny. <laughs> so a few of the different names that were, you know, brewing in the brain was environmental night, high school green fair, but the problem with high school green fair is that it gets confused with the township green fair. So we, we wanted to avoid There's that. There's no township green fair, it's just green fair. Well, I call it township green fair, you know? Well, it's strict and weird. <laughs> um, an, an idea was EcoFest, but that already exists and I didn't want to steal another school's event. So yeah. Um, hmm. I think another, I mean, those, those names aren't funny. They're options. They're just not very creative or catchy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I felt like Ikana was probably the shortest, catchiest, easiest to turn in, into an Instagram hashtag. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, it's catchy. It slides off the tongue real nice. Would you change the name? What? Or are you just going to keep it Eco Night? <laughs> Is it going to be Eco Night for years to come? We're gonna have like the 40 second Eco Night. <laughs> well, 40 second Eco Night will be like 60. <laughs> Tell me some, okay, Venetia, you went through a lot of stress 
for planning Eco Night because you were just creating something out of nothing. It's the first year of Eco Night and you had it entirely planned for in person. So tell us a bit about how that process was, like planning in person, what you did differently compared to virtual, and how that sort of just <laughs> like blew up in yeah, your that face. Whole when project we proposal me. flew right out the window um, really quickly. So for this, I'd have to take us back to November of 2019, which seems like eons ago. And I had brought the idea to the executive board during one of our board meetings and everyone was on board immediately. We were all invested in the idea and we started planning. So typically the process when we plan an event is three is split into three different phases, planning, action and results. So the planning process was quite long because we had to make sure we booked enough space in the school. We had all the chairs, the microphones, the technology, the dates. Who are we actually getting to help us you know, run this event and volunteer at this event and plan the event? So a lot of things went into that. And I think our final project proposal ended up being around eight pages long. So I don't think... <laughs> Which is not crazy considering I don't think Venetia. anyone actually <laughs> sat down and read that whole thing, but that's okay. Um, and so in about January, we had informal, semi-casual interviews, yeah, for our event team. And anyone that was interested could show up and talk to us. And it really, we were, we didn't really know what we were doing at the time. So we just said, all right, are you dedicated? Are you committed? Are you passionate about this idea? And if you're part of marketing, then do you know how to make an Instagram graphic? And if you knew how to do all those things, you're on the team because that's what EAC is about, giving opportunities to a wide array of people. So we had our team set up in about January of 2020 and we had weekly meetings, bi-monthly meetings, something around those lines. And yeah, and around March 11th, our last in-person meeting was March 11th with everyone there and we said, hmm, there's this thing called COVID that might be a problem, but let's just assume we're back in school after spring break and plan like that because we wanted to be optimists. And that was actually the last time we saw each other and everything got shut down and the executive board, we were talking on our chat and we said, all right, you know what? Let's not, let's not jump the gun. Maybe we have hope. We wanted to hope we wanted to hold on that, that little sliver for as long as we could, but then about April 1st or March end, we decided mm, we're probably not going back. We're probably not gonna be able to have people crowd around a cafeteria anymore. So that's when the executive board and our event team, we kicked into high gear and said, okay, let's virtualize this. Virtualize, digitize, let's digitize this. Um, and so our previous treasurer, Jamie, she came up with the idea of, hey, let's have a website so everything's in one place. And we took that idea and we ran with it. So everyone on the event team last year, they worked super hard to make sure that they got their part done, right? So participant relations, they reached out and contacted everyone that registered and said, hey, we're doing this virtually. We're still doing this. Are you still interested? And marketing, they kicked into high gear, made all the Instagram graphics, the Schoology graphics, tried to get the word out there via morning announcements. Um, and we also had our hospitality, hospitality and volunteer committee, which completely got disbanded and redistributed because there was no volunteers 
to run the event anymore. So I would say, given what we had and what we knew at that time, I'm proud of us. We, we did what we could with what we were given and we managed to have over 300 hits on the website within launch weekend globally. So. <laughs> I think they did really well. You guys can still look at the website and stuff and I have a video of it that I took when they launched on launch day and all the websites came out really nice. And I think given the time you guys had and how fast you threw everything together, it's really impressive. You guys did really well considering like you didn't even know that you were gonna have to randomly start yes. digitalizing everything last minute. And this year at least you're going to be more organized and prepared. So this yes. year it's gonna be even and better that's than the goal, last right? year. Get better every year, improve the things that we were not so sure about the year before and keep growing. And that's exactly what we did this year. And Shannon can speak more about this since she was on the board at this time. She is on the board at this time. Um, from your part, when when did the Econite process begin this year? I know you started talking about it really early on. Like we didn't like concretely start start until like a couple months ago, but it's always been like, something that we'd be constantly talking about. It's like, oh, Econite, Econite, Econite. We have to start thinking about it. Venetia like drafted out and she was working on the project proposal for this year's Econite since like forever. As long as I can remember, you're always on the task list, it always says work on Econite proposal. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Concretely, we didn't know what we were doing until about December because... Because yes. we also had hope that we would go back too. We did think at least like completely or to at least to have an event of some sort, but like, yeah. And, uh, I think we still... had to be realistic with ourselves in December. Yes. So we weren't, we're keeping with the virtual thing. It works. It worked last year and this year it's gonna, it's gonna be a bit different, but it's gonna be fun. And I think it's going to work out really well with like the different platforms that everyone's using this year. Cause we're expanding and trying new things. It's gonna be a lot more fun, especially with the speaker panel too. I think people are really going to enjoy it. I think you're going to enjoy it. So if you're listening to this and you are interested, come. I'm keep I'm going to keep saying come. <laughs> yeah. Until you come. Even if you can't make it during our live launch day, which is Friday, April 16th from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., we will be recording the panel. We will be recording any of the exhibits that are comfortable being recorded, giving their presentation and creating a YouTube playlist. So if you're available on April 17th or April 18th or even a month later and you wanna go back and check out our wonderful exhibits and listen to the panel, everyone can do that. And we wanna make it as accessible as possible since we know that not everyone can make it in that very short two and a half hour time span. So it, we're really looking forward to this year. And I've said this before, we've said this before and we'll say it again. This would not be possible without all of the people that have helped us on this journey. And there'll be an exhaustive list on the website the day of, but just off the top of my head, I have to give a huge shout out to the event team. They make this happen, right? The executive board, we kind of just write the bullet points out and the project proposal. They're the ones who implement it, put everything into high gear to our advisors for getting this actually approved and helping us figure out what actually works in the virtual setting since they're educators and they know what do students respond to? What do people respond to? 
and to all of our club members and non-members that have looked at Econite and said, hmm, might be worth a few hours of my life to be at. The idea also came, I think at like 3 or 4 a.m. I was about to go to bed and it uh, just occurred to me, hey, what happened to all the science fairs for the students in our district? And so I was like, all right, I really used to love doing the science, like the STEM talent and gifted science fairs that we used to have in the spring. So after we discussed this as a board, we had to come up with a plan, right? So that's where all the event planning skills come into play that I'm sure many of you have heard me talk about. And we had to come up with a plan. And during that planning period, we had to build our team. All right, so we keep going on and on about Econite and how it's virtual, but let's actually explain what it's gonna be looking like and what the setup is gonna look like. So for Econite, we have a website and it changes every year and that link will be publicized so that people can hop onto that website and it's essentially going to be a event hub. So it's going to have links to all of the panelists um, information, biographies, photos, etc., as well as all of the exhibitors' websites, videos, slides, etc., and as well as a thank you page and acknowledgments for everyone that has helped us on this journey of getting to where we are, and a thank you page for our event team. And so, for those of you that are visiting Econite, you're going to be hopping on some live presentations. So, the day of, we are going to be having zooms where exhibitors will be presenting their exhibits like they would in a real life science fair and you can hop in and out of different zooms as you visit the exhibits that interest you and then at around 6 30 we're going to be starting a, a zoom for the panelists so for our environmental careers panel where we have five amazing panelists in four different fields coming and sharing their knowledge with us and inspiring the next generation of environmentalists and people who care about the earth. And so, yes, it's gonna and be for the panel, uh, that is actually a limited capacity Zoom. So if you are interested in showing up to the panel, which we'll talk about later with our, one of our chairs of the panel committee, make sure you do register using the form in the show notes and send in your questions for the panelists via the question curation form. It's going to be loads of fun, so come join us. Yeah. It's going to be fun. You're going to enjoy yourselves. You're going to see a lot of interesting topics and all that stuff. Because our club members worked really hard. Our club members and everyone that's taking yes. part in and I worked really we hard. have nearly every grade level from grade 4 through 12. So it's really a wide variety and it's so nice to see you know, all these younger exhibitors getting involved and, you know, taking part. So yeah. beyond the website, I'm going to take this moment to shout out our event team because they have been working super hard for the last four to five months and they have provided a 150 to a 200% commitment at all times, which is incredibly difficult for any project, right? And for them to still be invested and dedicated this long into the process, despite everything that goes on in the world around them, we 
we don't say this enough to them, but thank you. We would not be here without you. And you, you guys should be really proud of yourselves for making this an amazing event. So we're gonna kick things off with our participant relations committee, which is um, you know, under the supervision of Rajka, who's our vice president, who you'll be hearing from in a little bit. And our co-chairs are Giada, Varshita, and Ali. And I believe we actually have a mixed bag of first year members as well as fourth year members. So it's really nice to see that. Our marketing committee is led by Anissa and Ria, who are our secretaries. And they are joined by their lovely co-chairs, Ritsika, Sanjana, and Varshini. And our tech committee, it's run by Pranette and myself. <laughs> and the co-chairs are Angelina and Tavi and And last but not Mira. least, we have our environmental careers panel organizational committee, aka the speaker panel committee, which I also oversee. And our co-chairs are Sai, Sai as well as Sian, and they have worked incredibly hard as well. And we'll be hearing from at least one person from each of these committees in a short while. So stay tuned to hear more about the Econite process. So the first committee we're going to be talking to today is our Participant Relations Committee. So we will be talking to Rajika Chauhan of the committee. She is our executive liaison as well as the club's vice president. So welcome Rajika. Hi. And we will also be talking to one of the chairs of the Participant Relations Committee, Ali Bhatia. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. So this is their first time on the podcast, but you will be hearing much more of Rajka next year when she is president of the club. So look forward to that. If Rajka does well, vote to have her as one of the hosts <laughs> yeah. next year. Yes. <laughs> We think you're mighty interesting. I'm sure our listeners all agree, or not. <laughs> so first up on the docket, tell us about what you do. What do you do in the Participant Relations Committee? So the Participant Relations Committee is pretty much about organizing everybody who's applying to be an exhibitor in Econite. So we do have a pretty strict criteria for like what we want in people's presentations and what level of professionalism or what level of um, information we want them to be including. Um, and we also like to have like a broad variety of topics, so we don't want repeats. And another very important thing to us is that people are, are doing like niche environmental topics. We don't want people just doing like the effects of climate change. We want to see like what environmental topic are you passionate about and what presentation can you make regarding it. So. The role of the Participant Relations Committee is to monitor the um, applications of exhibitors as they apply to participate in Econite so we can make sure that their topic is not taken by anybody else, that it's specific and niche enough, um, to make sure that we are just cultivating a good, strong variety of topics for our ultimate Econite event day. And then as we get further along and people begin to work on their projects, the PR Committee is just there to help them out, make sure that they're progressing satisfactorily, that they aren't making uh, they aren't making any mistakes. If they need any help, we're there to help guide them uh, to the final version of their project, project that they can uh, have in our final Econite presentation day. Yeah, and 
so when like the um, applications were coming through, I saw like a lot of unique topics, but also like some that, you know, like obviously like Rajika said, like climate change and another popular one was water pollution. So when people have like repeats, then we have to go and reach out to them, ask them if there's any other topics that they would like to do. Um, some really unique ones that I saw were like the toxic um, like stuff in nail polish and then how government subsidies, what, how they affect um, businesses and then how that affects the environment. So it's really like so much goes into the environment and how like one little thing can change so much. And like another unique one I saw was space pollution and how that affects our atmosphere. So I'm really excited to see how these come along. I've been checking in um, and looking through whoever started theirs. And so far, they're coming along really nicely. Mm -hmm. That's great. I'm I don't think I've heard about the government subsidies ones. That sounds super interesting yeah. to me since political nerd. But that is so cool. So, Ali, specifically as chair, what would you say you do on a daily or weekly basis to make sure things are going where they're supposed to be going. Yeah, so, I mean, when applications were still open, then I would be looking through that um, Google form and checking who has applied and also like what grades. It's also quite interesting to see like a lot of um, elementary, like fourth graders are also applying. And that I like to see because, you know, mostly it's just like high schoolers. And then, yeah, so I would look through the applications. I would log that on our Google Sheet, see, um, and then like reach out to who has done repeats and you know like confirming their topics that they can get started um now i'm just like going through and seeing who has started theirs and whether or not they've been logging their hours or not and if they haven't you know just a little reminder that they should be doing that yeah so if any of you out there are listening and haven't logged your hours yeah go do that <laughs> this is how many chats during meetings She's, she's giving everyone reminders in a podcast episode everyone that isn't in our club and hasn't signed up for ego night is like what the heck are they talking about well, you know if you haven't signed up then you should definitely check us out and visit ego night but that's a conversation for our next committee to talk about um but beyond the nitty-gritty of what you do have there been any fun times funny mishaps that you want to share with us um well, I mean, there's a lot of applications that we're processing. I think at this point we have like 60 plus different topics. So um, there has been, I wouldn't say it's not necessarily any sitcom funny moments, but like we have had some kind of mishaps. Um, for example, like there might be instances where um, an insert, somebody submits a topic idea and it was repeated or it wasn't necessarily specific enough and then somebody approved it and then everybody's confused like why is this person approved then we have to go back and figure out what their actual topic was go back and contact them and then we also have um situations with a lot of people don't have telegram so you try to contact them through email and then email I guess has kind of gone, maybe people don't check them or maybe email has gone to the wayside, but like if you contact somebody in email, it's likely that you're never going to get a response. It's just going to be out in the void forever. So 
just lost in email space. Yeah, and a lot of them are like younger kids too, so they use their parents' email. So it's like, am I ever going to get a response from them? It's always fun to see. Yeah. It probably yeah. just goes directly to spam. Yeah, and I think that also has to do with because we use a Gmail account, right? We don't have a school-based server. So many times it'll just be marked as a marketing email and get thrown into junk or spam yeah. or something like that. Or it gets thrown into... We're not yeah. spam. <laughs> or we get thrown into promotions, which is where all like, the marketing emails from every credit card you've ever, ever signed up for goes. So... Yeah, and then also, like, <laughs> this is I our like struggle. Our little emails. meetings that we have every couple weeks just to like check back in with all the committees. Those are always a fun time. <laughs> I'm worried when you say those are a fun time. <laughs> what do you I mean by that? that? <laughs> it's just nice to see how, wow. been, like, how, every, how, like, everything is coming along so far. We all need some social interaction, even if it's yeah. through Zoom. And even if it's at my expense roasting me for my snack choices. <laughs> Benicia Not eats prunes. Not and dates. That's still real. No, oh my god, same difference. Okay, if any of you enjoy... This is not roast well, nation. Yeah, if any of you enjoy eating figs yeah. and dates, please, please support us here because I swear they're good. <laughs> Venetia yeah. needs support. I, I swear, you know, they're good. But I digress. Okay, back on track. Allie, you mentioned when you were reviewing some of the exhibits that there were some that stood out to you. Is there any others that you think are going to turn um, out really yeah, good for launch One of them is a portable Give us the car details. So I want to see how that comes out. Um, and then, I mean, last year I know there was like fast fashion. And this year there's more like makeup, um, other like beauty sides of it. So I want to see how that comes out. Um, and then also one I thought was interesting, especially now, was environmental racism. So that I want to see. I'm going to be checking in with them. <laughs> yes, I think I know who uh, is doing that exhibit. And I'll say that they're super passionate about their topic. And that's exactly what we yeah. want to see. Because the point of Econite that we were alluding to or kind of getting around previously is that we want to make it be known that environmentalism and environmental effects are all around us in every industry, in every corner of our lives. Ali, you just mentioned makeup, right? I think Rajka, you mentioned nail polish. So it's all around us. We just have to go out there and find it. <laughs> and it's fun. Everyone's yeah. having fun making and these like, interesting. I emphasize that like there really is a topic for everyone's interest, like that we have at this event like i was looking through our list we have somebody doing marvel universe environmental effects which is a very unique very fun topic and this really has been like a year of marvel with all the new shows coming out so if you're interested by that come to our website on launch day and check that one out want to share that you want to share with us or maybe future pr chairs or future eco night exhibitors um i'm not gonna lie like last year i was an exhibitor and i was like <clears throat> Sorry, my voice. Um, I like all the topics that were so interesting. And then like this year on the committee, I was like, okay, so last year there were so many nice topics. Like how, what are people going to do now? But then like you see the applications coming through and they're so unique. And it's like, wow, like people really are passionate about this stuff. And it's really nice to see that. 
yeah. our members are so passionate. And They're so creative. I'm also excited to see, like, obviously we've been doing a virtual format for the past two years due to the restrictions of the pandemic, but I'm hopeful that we might be able to do this as an in-person event next year, in which case, obviously, it's going to look very different. But um, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be almost like an entirely new event in person. So I'm excited to see how that turns out. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I know I say this during our meetings next year in 2022, when you do this in person, I expect an invite so I can show up and see how much it's grown up. Of course. Yeah. Venetia wants yeah. to see her child it's grow into a full adult. But, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. A toddler, I'll take it. <laughs> Do you guys want to plug yourselves or anything like that? Any Instagrams? Allie emails? Has a Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you guys should follow me as Ali.batia. Check it out. <laughs> and we'll put her socials in our show notes as well as our yeah, and in our show notes on our website. So check her out. Yeah. You should not follow me on Instagram because I never post anything. <laughs> but um I am going to be president next year. So if any of you, Venetia has kind of been holding things together for the past four years, but so I have big shoes to fill. But if any of you have any questions or want to reach out about involving yourself in club activities or um, different opportunities, please feel free to reach out and talk to me. I'm super excited about getting this club out there and doing more and more things than Venetia already has been doing which is a lot, but yeah. Give yourself some credit, Rajika. We believe you've, been help, you've been holding this club together for the past two years as well. She's the future. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to sit with us and chat about Eco Night. And we'll check in with you at our next event team meeting. Yep. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. We have our next guest. Yay! Which is our second guest, third guest? I our don't know. Second committee? How, you how you how would you consider? Our second committee, which is the marketing committee. Hi. We have Varshini here. Say hi. Hi. So Varshini is actually, I believe you're yeah. a first year member. Yes. So you got thrown to the uh, wolves <laughs> in your first year. How are you liking that? It's really interesting. It's nice to sort of like have something to do at all times. I'm not saying that's like a lot of work, but it's kind of fun, you know, meeting new people. All right, that makes sense, that makes sense. Um, so you're part of the marketing committee and you're one of our chairs. So what do you do in your committee, in, in your position? position? I just work collaboratively with my other two co-chairs to create graphics, like the registration graphics or like registration has extended and sort of like um, attend Eco Night or meet our speaker panel. Just like things that we use in the videos or send out to Instagram. Cool. So on a daily or weekly basis, what is your, not schedule, but like what do you, on a weekly basis, what does your life look like um, in terms of Eco Night? It's actually not that bad, to be honest. Like we usually have like a graphic or two due every like week or two and it's really, it's pretty fun to do it. I mean, especially if you're like interested in that area. Cool. Is, do you have any fun stories for us while you were making these graphics? Any like 
mishaps, troubles, anything that's kind of amusing, something fun that you could tell us about your process. Consistently, I feel like I'm consistently annoying Anissa because I text her at like the most random times to like ask her a question. And I feel so bad sometimes because <laughs> like for the speaker play- panel, I probably like consistently texted her like every single day to figure out like who's on the panel. <laughs> and it was so, I felt like so bad. It was really funny. Well, I can tell you that we don't mind if you text us because we enjoy getting questions and we encourage questions. So don't feel bad. <laughs> we'll be okay. Um, but I guess my question is, what are you most looking forward to on live launch day? I don't know. I just like, I was really looking forward to like going back to school for this, but I guess that's just not gonna happen. I'm like excited to see like the chaos, but... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I guess like, I don't know. I feel like, what does the marketing team do during Eco Night, like the actual live launch day? I'm so glad you asked. You'll hear that answer on Monday during our event team meeting. (laughs) This just tells you how much meetings we have. We put a lot of effort into this, guys. So I hope you can see that. (laughs) Yes. um, But I love love how your first answer to that was the chaos. That should just tell... Yes, we are planning an event, but also it's a fun time. At least I think it's a fun time. Our next guest is here. It is our next committee. It's the committee that I am the executive liaison on. So it's important. It's the tech committee. And today we are joined by one of the chairs. I sound so excited. This is really cheesy. <laughs> We are joined by Angeline. Say hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, Angeline. And so technically, Shannon is also on deck here. Technically? Oh, my God. (laughs) I just became Venetia for five seconds. Wow. (laughs) Um, So technically, Shannon is on deck because she is the executive liaison. So time to grill you guys on Eco Night. Not really. Um, So as part of the tech committee, what do you do on a daily or weekly basis? So all of us work together to create resources and just complete most of the tech related things for Econight, like creating tech guidelines for the exhibitors, inhibitors. And um, we pretty much, like I said, create everything that's tech related. So we help make a promotional video and just help out. With all that and they're turning out great you guys are doing great work great. see i'm complimenting them because they're my team <laughs> Venetia is going to do the same thing with her committee that's true that's true um <laughs> but also i love all of you equally because you guys are just amaze balls and put 150 percent in at all times which you guys are doing god's work <laughs> yeah I, can, I can't ask for anything else except a dedicated team so as long as I've got that, which I've got, we're good. Um, so yeah, and also I will say the tech tutorials are super important, not only just for our exhibitors, but also just me, because I'm bad at technology. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years from now, Venetia is going to be using these very videos that the tech committee made to help the people make their websites and their guidelines to help start her own YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really the easiest thing ever. <laughs> 
we might be getting a little ahead of ourselves. But to bring us back on track, uh, are there any funny moments, mishaps, you know, sitcom funny moments that you want to share from your committee experience? Um, so we have weekly meetings, and it's just really funny to sometimes see Pranette um, introducing the meetings and all of us just, you know, sitting there trying to relate to what he's talking about, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that if any of you have watched um, Pranette's Instagram takeover, that was I think that was really entertaining. <laughs> yes, uh, he's, it was he's like our, so cringy, but it's funny. <laughs> yes, he's he's our uh, club wide clown. I guess he makes us all laugh. Um, but yeah, everyone should know who Pranette is now. But we don't know when that episode's gonna be out. Who's Pernette, Venetia? <laughs> oh, well, Pernette is the treasurer of EAC. He is also one of the co-chairs of the MTHS Green Team and one of the executive liaisons of the Technology Committee for the Econite Event Team. He's also the co-chair of our Fast Fashion Futures Project. Wow, Venetia has everyone's, like, long-winded titles. <laughs> well, I'm going track of all of them, so yeah. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, Pernette is and- the, I'm glad that you're funny story involved brunette but yeah are there I I guess the next question would be what are you most looking forward to during the live event what are you looking forward to actually seeing happen so with the um, entire event happening online it's going to be kind of crucial you know that the um, presenters use our resources and stuff like that so we provided a couple different resources like um, in relation to the platforms that they were going to use. So I'm really interested to see like the different types of platforms they use and how the information like works with all of those. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes, I am too, especially because this is the first year where we have allowed them to do more than one type of exhibit. Last year, they were limited to only websites. So... Yeah, I'm excited to see like more videos and stuff like that because that was something that I thought was missing last year. So I think this year with like videos and stuff like that and with you guys helping them, I'm sure helped a lot more because I know we got a lot of questions in regard. You got a lot of questions in regards to like, how does Wix work or something (laughs) like that? Like, why is this not working? (laughs) Is there anything that you're working on currently that you're like really proud of or like looking forward to completing? So we're working on the promotional video at the moment, and I think it's going good right now. I'm pretty sure one of our um, members is editing it right now. So once that comes out, I think that'll even, you know, boost Econite even further. Ooh, look out for a promotional video. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. I'm so excited to see how the final product comes out. Me too. Yes. You guys are working very hard. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if I said this for the other two committees, but it is crucial that all four four of our committees are you know all hands on deck and we've received nothing less than that probably even more than we were expecting and so it really it means a lot to the board and especially me since this is like my brainchild it to have a team that loves the event as much as i do so makes me feel a little less crazy so that's good <laughs> this podcast episode has just become us praising the <laughs> event teams. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like we don't tell you guys enough how much we appreciate you. So We do. Guess- We're very thankful. You guys have done great work. Yes. And- so be proud of yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully next year you guys get to experience an in-person eco night since many of you are not seniors. So, 
you get to see what Econite was supposed to be before we got hit with the pandemic. Yeah, that's Venetia's hope. Venetia wants to attend a virtual, uh, not virtual, <laughs> we've been doing virtual, in-person Econite. That's her yeah. dream. Yes, because I can't wait to see how it turns out. And Angeline, I believe you are a first year member? Yeah. Yes. So how has it been getting thrown to the wolves in your first year? Um, I will say this continuously. If anyone ever asks me about EAC, I think it's one of the best clubs I've ever joined just because of the various opportunities and, you know, how Venetia was talking about the titles and things like that. All of that is super necessary and it just shows how many great opportunities there are for the entire club. And everything's just so organized. It's just honestly amazing being part of the club. Oh, Venusia, I think Venusia and I just did the same thing. We were all like, oh, we're so touched. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it makes me really happy that you guys are enjoying this and love being part of this because, you know, we can be excited because we might be like the upper level people being like, this spreadsheet needs this color code and this arrow and whatnot. But, you know, for everyone that's involved to be invested is just amazing. I know I keep repeating myself, but that's just how touched I am. So, yeah. Um, Venetia gets really emotional in regards to the club. Aww. <laughs> the last four years of my life behind it. So, you know, I think I'm entitled to a little sappiness once in a while. Um, but yeah, I guess anything else that you want to share with our listeners, with us in general? Be sure to attend Eco Night. You're really going to enjoy it. It's going to be really informative. So be there. <laughs> be there. Be square. And uh, are there any socials you want to plug? Social media, websites, yada, yada, yadas. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Figured we ask. Um, but uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us. And we will Thank see you for telling us all about the tech side of Eco Night. Yeah. And our final committee today is the Environmental Careers Panel Organizational Committee, aka the Enviro Careers Panel, because that is a mouthful. And for this panel, they are represent for this committee, they are represented by Sai Astrea Chegu, who is one of our chairs. Welcome to the podcast, Sai. Hi, everyone. So Sai is actually a second year member. Yep. Yes, and you were part of Eco Night 2020 as well. Yes, I was so part how of the marketing been... and aesthetics committee. Yes. So how has it how has it been uh, moving from marketing and aesthetics to panel committee? To be completely honest, because last year was such a blur, I didn't actually end up doing much because we were planning for an in-school event. We were planning on putting up flyers, but then the school closed, so that was sort of uneventful. Um, so it's been really nice to be part of the Environmental Careers panel. I've gotten a lot of experience to talk with people in a formal way and reach out to people who are complete strangers, but it's okay because they were all really nice and responded to us. And most of them actually on our first try agreed to participate in the panel, which is great. So we've rounded up five panelists for the Environmental Careers panel, which is taking place during Eco Night. Yes, because we can't just have one event. No, we had to jam two events into two and a half hours. Yep, we're overachievers. It makes it real special. <laughs> but it makes it special. We're unique. Eco Night has become special. It was special to begin with. Um, 
Well, now it's even more special. Fair point. Fair point. So, Sai, as one of the chairs, what does your daily, weekly life look like in terms of the panel? Honestly, um, since stage one, it's continuously changed. First, it was researching all the panelists, so we did that for a couple of weeks, and then we had to go through the e-board because that always is a component of what we have to do.、Um, we had to rank our panelists, see who we wanted to reach out to. Um, and then we started creating formal templates, and we started sending out emails for a couple of weeks, and then we were waiting for responses. And currently, we have interviewed all of our panelists, gotten to know one another, and now we're just waiting on trying to create our logistical outline to see what the panel is going to look like, and try to get more information out to our panelists so they know what's going to happen. Although we don't know what's going to happen, but we have to make sure they think we know what's going to happen. So it's a fun time. Yes, and if any of our panelists are listening to this,、um, we really are trying our best. But I think the quote that I look back on, and I think Sai, I think you know which quote I'm going to pull from the chat. Maybe、um, we got the first part done, but I have no clue what happens from here. So that's pretty much the vibe of this committee. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it'll all work out one way or another. Have faith in yourself. I mean, they're they're doing great too. They got some great panelists, which they'll talk about more later. But first, Sai, is there anything that any funny stories, anecdotes you want to share with us? Anything amusing that happened, like Venetia kidnapping you for like long hours of a day for a Zoom call? A lot of our panelists are more like professional. They have experience in their field. However, we were able to get our hands on two PhD students. So they're more like college students, more around like our age, sort of.、Um, so they were really lively in their conversation during our interview. Our two PhD students are Aaron McHale and Evan Drake, and they are both studying bats. And they have a lot of funny things to tell us. So we were talking about how bat poop is really cool and bat poop is really shiny because of all the insects that the bats eat.、Uh, it was really fun. We talked about bat echolocation and how bats can control. The bones in their ears to make sure that their screeching from their mouths doesn't hurt their really sensitive ears. So it was a fun time. Our call lasted for like one and a half hours or one hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be thirty minutes, and I'm so glad that they stayed on longer because it was such a great conversation. That sounds fun. I can't wait to actually like. See them actually talking in the panel, and I'm sure every our listeners are like, "Ooh, that sounds really interesting. I want to learn more." Yes, and so I think Evan also has a recording of bat screeching. So if we can get him to provide that for us, you know, we could share that and be amazed at the wonders of bat happenings. Screeching. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah.、Um, so Sai, what are you look most looking forward to? On live launch day, honestly, I'm looking forward to it all coming together, like the panel, because so far everything's such separate components, and it's hard to see it all come together because it seems all very chaotic, and there's so many things going on. There's so many emails been sending to so many different people, and so I'm just I want to see it all just sort of mesh together and all come together, and all of our like work sort of pays off in the end. And I'm really hoping that. The people that show up, they sort of get something out of this, and maybe this even inspires some people to really consider environmental professions because that's the whole point of the panel. So, as long as it all goes well and 
um and people hopefully learn something from the panel that's sort of what i'm looking forward to i'd have to agree i can't wait for everything to just come together and we were talking about this with our previous committee representatives it's i think it's just gonna be so rewarding to see what we've been working towards for i think the past what four months at least we we've been working with you guys for the past four months but the e-board has been working on this since September? Very yeah. early. Venetia wanted to get a jump on so we weren't like struggling like last year. <laughs> yes, because now that we know that we're going to be virtual and we're not trying to digitize the entire event in three weeks, I wanted us to really pull together and make it amazing and make it rewarding and just, yeah. So, Sai, we were talking about panelists, and we did just talk about the PhD students, but tell us more about which panelists we have to look forward to. Yeah, so we have some really amazing panelists who had a lot of experience in their uh, respective professions and fields. Uh, so we have Dr. Alexis Mraz, who is an environmental health professor at the College of New Jersey. She focuses on environmental microbiology and risk assessment, so some of the projects that she's worked on is like assessing the risk of surface water contamination. Uh, we have Dr. Dave Himmelheiber, who is an environmental engineer at Geosync Consultants, which is a pretty large environmental engineering firm. Um, he's also the project coordinator and manager for a Superfund site in Brooklyn. So that's really exciting because we've all heard about Superfund sites, but a lot of the times we don't know what goes on there. So maybe he can tell us a little bit about that. Um, Venetia, He's also just, if we if we couldn't figure that out already from our MTHS crowd, Dr. Dave Himmelheiber is actually Dr. Himmelheiber, the bio teacher's uh, brother. So shout out to Dr. Himmelheiber, because I know you listen to our podcast. Um, we look forward to hearing from your brother, as well as hopefully you can attend the panel. Fun. Uh, and then we have the two PhD students that I already mentioned. They both are um, doing their PhDs at Rutgers University, who, and they're focusing, Erin McHale is focusing on the foraging strategies and behaviors of bats, and Evan Drake is focusing on current and potential bat habitats. And then last but not least, we have Mr. Rogelio Villarreal, who is a sustainable architect. He has credentials as a leadership in energy and environmental design lead, Accredited, accredited professional and the president of his own company, Architecture. So as you guys can see, we have some amazing panelists lined up and we're really hoping that you guys learn something and maybe even yeah. get a chance to connect with them if you guys are interested in going into these fields and get some tips and tricks from them about how to pursue further. Yeah, and I, I would also just really add that people. Roger was the lead designer for Oak Tree Elementary School. So for those of you that have gone to elementary school in Monroe and have walked through those halls, he's the one who designed those. So we really try to get panelists, and I say we because really the Cy and CN are, um, CN is our other chair for the panel committee. They really worked really hard to get panelists that are relatable, conversational, fun, and also have a connection to Monroe or to the student community, and they did a wonderful job. 
You did. You. They sound really interesting. I'm really excited to like hear what they have to say, and I hope all of our listeners are just as excited because I think they are going to provide a wonderful insight. You guys found great people. Like I was so surprised when Venetia sent me the list of you. I was like, wow, these are like really good. And the fact that they all agreed, yeah, just really, everyone was so happy. We did all agree, which was honestly, we were pl- we were thinking that it would go back and forth. We would email people. They would either not respond or be like, oh, I'm sorry, but I can't do it. And we were planning on that happening, but I don't know how it happened, but basically everyone we emailed gave us an opportunity and they offered to be on the panel. Um, one person, even though she couldn't, she gave us the two PhD students who are going to add so much value to our panel. So it was very exciting when everyone responded positively. So I think that enthusiasm is really going to make our panel special. Yes. And I'll also say that I think Sai and Sian were a little um, apprehensive when I told them, yeah, just look up people and, you know, cold email them and hopefully they'll respond. And I think their looks on Zoom we're just like, Venetia, you're insane. This We're not doing this. That, that's not going to work out well. But it did. And look, I'm just so excited about this. I know you guys can't see our faces, right? Because this is a podcast and not a YouTube video. But I'm just really happy about how this is going. Um, especially because the panel is something that we wanted to do last year. And we were planning on doing in person. But since we had to digitize within three weeks, we didn't have time to pull that whole thing together. So I'm really happy we got to bring that back. I guess this would be a good time to plug the registration form, which we'll put in the show notes. So if you have not registered for the panel, please do so. We do have a limited number of seats available because we are bound by the limits of Zoom. So you don't have to be a high school student. You don't have to, you don't even have to be a student. But if you would like to attend the panel and listen to these amazing panelists, please go check out the registration form and the question curation form in the show notes. And uh, we'll see you on April 16th at this panel and learn a lot of interesting things about a lot of different fields. (laughs) Um, So Sai, is there anything else that you want to add about panel committee, the process, your favorite parts, anything, anything at all? I don't think I have much. Um, I'm just really glad EAC has given me this opportunity because I think I've learned a lot throughout this process. And it's also made me more confident about just reaching out to people and being more positive about people because honestly, everyone responded so enthusiastically. And I feel like these were the kinds of people that even if they weren't able to make it, they would make it seem as if they were genuinely interested because I think they are genuinely interested and there's so many people out there who do want to pass on to the next generation and pass on what they've learned through their experiences so it's really amazing for people like that to all come together to a school that they don't even know but they still want to support us so strongly so if you guys want to see that in action like Venetia said attend the panel go sign up the google form and we would love to see you all there well thank you so much for coming here and dealing with all of this craziness that is the podcast we're so excited to see all the participants exhibits they're hard at work i'm sure at doing working out what to do right now getting some stuff done prepared 
we are also hard at work creating the main hub website as well and it's chugging along it'll hopefully look like a beautiful well, masterpiece, masterpiece by launch day but it's definitely gonna be bigger and better and more interactive than last year <laughs> here i'll give you a hint of what's to come on the website we have a <laughs> by, search uh, bar by heavy demand from last year now you can search for the exact exhibit you want it's so exciting <laughs> all right venetia any closing remarks last well promotional i will push say that if you have not done so already and if any of this sounded remotely interesting make sure to sign up for our speaker panel with our guest panelists from four different fields and we're gonna have five different panelists with each with their own stories experiences and insight to share with us as well as submit questions to ask them and get them answered. So both of those links will be in the show notes of today's uh, episode. And uh, yeah, anything, Shannon, that you wanna throw in here? Just check out Eco Night. Give us some love, give us some love. We all have worked really hard. We've been working, the event team and the executive board and all of the members who are making exhibits have been working really hard. And it'd be great if you guys could just check it out, even for just like a little second, just see either on the day, on launch day or after, just go check it out. Cause we have some really interesting things and I think you're yes. really gonna enjoy it. So thank you for joining us on this episode of the Every Action Counts podcast. If you found value in this show, we'd love for you to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend about us. Be sure to visit our website at tinyurl.com slash M-T-H-S-N-J-E-A-C for today's show notes and links to any resources we mentioned today, as well as our guests' social medias. For updates on what our club is up to, follow us on Instagram at M-T-H-S-N-J-E-A-C. Remember, every action counts. <laughs>